0: Welcome to Road Sodas. What is going on on your end? How much
1: ice you got over there? Because I got a lot. Let us know, unless you're talking to me, in which case, none. Really? You're wearing that sweater. Uh, I just got it. It's just really warm and nice.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah. And you're letting the beard grow out a little bit more, too? Oh, big time. Yeah, I'm just...
1: So you got to fake it till it's cold. Although, we could see snow on Mount Diablo uh, a couple days ago.
0: That is uh, Mount Devil? To to the Lapers?
1: Yeah, and I think that's where the Zodiac Killer killed a few people, or at least left their bodies or something. I don't know. Woo, go
0: Zodiac.
1: Yeah. So, (laughs) you know, there's the you can make a hell-freezing-over joke there. That's fun. Nice. Yeah, not a lot of... It got, like, down to the high 30s, like, a month ago, but since then it's been cruising back to regular Bay Area temperatures.
0: Nicely done. Good job, guys. You made it.
1: Well, all the... Water pipes are on the outside of the buildings out here, so I was nervous as to what would happen if we actually went below freezing, because there's get, nah, no insulation like at all. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, there's I don't know, eight hours that could that could fuck some shit up. Nah, yeah. <laughs> you worry too much. <laughs> so my friends call
0: me Whiskers. <laughs> that is that is why we call you Whiskers.
1: All right, well, what are you drinking over there, sir?
0: Uh, it is a. Highland Single Malt Scotch Whiskey that replaced the one that I can no longer get at my local Marty's. This one's Deanston. Ah, Deanston. Well, apparently they were founded back in the 60s, which is probably why nobody takes them seriously and why they're pretty inexpensive.
1: Nice. Yeah. I'm drinking Jim Beam. Nice. And And uh, for those of you keeping score at home, I'm sure you've noticed this, James, but uh, this is my first whiskey of the year.
0: I yeah, sure have.
1: Yeah, I had my first beer of the year a couple days after we last recorded. That sucks, man. I'm sorry. Nah, I mean it was well, fine. Back. And I was, you know, getting high. It's not like I was sober the whole year. Nicely done. Yeah. But uh but yeah, it was an interesting experiment that uh I'd I'd say my hypothesis was proven correct and we can move on. It's a good hypothesis. Yeah. What happens if not drink Ben does not drink? The end. It was robust, it was double-blind, and it followed the scientific method. What more could one ask for? Exactly. Well, we're
0: glad to have you back, me and Whiskey. Thanks, man. That means a lot. (laughs) Well,
1: we missed you. Couple of old friends. (laughs) Thick as thieves, man. Speaking of old friends, I was made aware of a video That that I was gonna... When I found out about it, I was like, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna have to talk about this on the podcast, and and I'm gonna need like I was gonna send you the link and be like, watch this, and we'll both talk about it." It's useless.avi, right? <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I'm gonna don't get...
0: look that up, listener. Okay, if you don't know,
1: <laughs> I was gonna guess it was one of those, but I watched it and I was like, "No one needs to watch this. This isn't even fun, bad. This just sucks shit." So what it is is I found out that uh, Les Claypool. The front man of Primus and yeah. uh, this you know, obviously this is for the listener, I know you know, but you know, the the band that does the intro to South Park, he by himself did the intro to Robot Chicken, and he's done some very bad acting in some even worse movies. He was, was involved in a short film, which even that I mean, it's six minutes long, so I don't even want to call it a short film, but that's how it was billed, directed by Cage Claypool, his son, starring Les Claypool and Rob Trujillo of Metallica currently. Is that Cage with a K? No, it's with a C. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. And basically is, is Cage like his
0: middle name? Does is he like Johnny Cage Claypool? I
1: I mean, I could look it up and I'm not going to. I don't know. Uh it sucks. It's just a bad name. It's a bad it name. But so it's filmed on Les Claypool's Vineyard Ranch. Named Rancho Relaxo, which is, of course, a Simpsons reference. Job bless. And what it is is Les Claypool's dressed up in, like, 1900s garb, or probably 1800s garb, as, like, a gold miner, like, a probably, you know, miner 49er, presumably. But he has a modern-day metal detector, and he's walking around doing that classic Les Claypool mumble, where he's just, like... Oh, bullet casing. Here. hammer. Oh, it's old uh old nail. Don't need that iron nail. It's a forty five. Ooh. Just for like two, three minutes, just that. And all the audio is overdubbed. None of it's live. It's all done. It's either ADR or overdubbed, depending on whether or not his face is in shot. And then he eventually finds Two gold-plated SMG bass pickups, which are, of course, what well, we later find out, the sponsor of the quote short film. What I would call a long commercial. <laughs> yep. <laughs> then he picks them up, and uh, then Rob Trujillo appears. He's got a pistol on his hip as well, and he's and then and then the mumble then the mumbling really throws down. Rob Trujillo throws on a really thick. I'm going to go racist Mexican accent, even though I think he is. I mean, he's a he's I believe nah, American. He's in Metallica. He's American, but like I've heard him talk, he doesn't have an accent. So I really don't know where to land on is it racist to do an accent of people that look like I you know not that's not for me to say, but he does this weird accent of like I don't need your precious metals. I've got some of my own, and he holds up another pair of SMG pickups. And they both just start laughing at each other while saying "precious metals" over and over again, <laughs> and then it cuts to just the two of them, maybe with like a drum machine, but they're just playing slap bass together and huh. on the same bass, two different basses, but at the <laughs> okay. but like face to face. And as as you and I know, and but maybe the listener doesn't. Les Claypool is one of, if not the greatest bass player of all time. I mean, he's. Is unconventional and ins- like insane, and because of some of that quirkiness, there's a reason that Primus never gained a lot of commercial success, because it's all really out there, but like his talent is undeniable, whereas yes. Rob Trujillo sucks shit and is really, really <laughs> bad at playing bass, <laughs> and so not only are they both playing bass, they're slapping, which is very much Les Claypool's wheelhouse and not at all Rob Trujillo's warehouse. And so you end up with just this dude doing like, for for every one slap of Rob Trujillo, like Les Claypool has done an entire verse melody with like a bass line and a melodic line like just on his own. Onto, it's very weird. That lasts for another like, 90 seconds and then it just is like brought to you by smg pickups
0: so they found the pickups in well les found them with his his metal detector on his rancho relaxo
1: yeah and so i've I've, you know i'm sorry i even brought it up because it sucks
0: yeah i'm really sorry because you you were talking about like a video that les claypool made and i was looking over at our vhs's and i was like yeah
1: there's videoplasty right there yeah I mean, normally I'm a big Les Claypool fan, but this this wasn't it, fam. This wasn't it. Couldn't be me. <laughs> Not in this warehouse, man. Couldn't be me. Yeah.
0: So yeah, we gotta stagger those drinks.
1: I know we haven't been. I haven't been sipping, so I'm out of. I haven't. Was we have to live? We have to live together for our fucking drinks to sync up.
0: All right. Yeah, I'll go for the the moonshine. Mm. I have a mason jar of water and a mason jar of moonshine. This should should get interesting. (laughs)
1: Uh, Good times.
0: Now, with the mason jar, it's it's probably difficult to pour. Uh, Do you dip the shot glass in, or do you just drink straight from the the mason jar?
1: I think you just pour it right into your eye. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or maybe you treat yourself like a beer can chicken. Just soak my nutsack in it. You just shove that whole thing right up your bee hole (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then if you tilt forward like one of those drinking birds on a desk, it'll just gently slosh back and forth into your lower intestine. And kill me. But slowly. (laughs) Don't do it all at once. You do little tilt forwards.
0: Little little sloshes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Like sort of a a butt chugging bottle guy.
0: Hmm. It's not without its charm.
1: Moonshine or butt chugging? Butt chugging. Butt chugging
0: moonshine. (laughs)
1: Butt-chugging Moonshiners sounds like one of those punk bluegrass bands that's really just like a bluegrass band that's not very good, but they all have mullets and rat tails and shit.
0: It sounds like the original pitch for Moonshiners. They're just like, you can't just film guys in the woods. They have to be doing something crazy. (laughs) Well, we can't show any of this on TV, like, at all. (laughs)
1: it's not tv it's hbo it's not hbo it's hobo yeah it was it is and always will be it's a bum you're a
0: bum uh so yeah how many how many people do you know that have been to tennessee within like the last week uh last week that's where that's where the moonshine came from you? No. Okay, then no, I didn't. I didn't the, buy it. The none. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I know, too. And one of them brought me back some moonshine. And I guess it works as a disinfectant as well. You know? Sh- sure. For the woke among us. Yeah. Yeah, why not? And you can get drunk through osmosis. So. Just dip your hands in. If you use yeah. it enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you use it as hand sanitizer for long enough. It'll turn into brain sanitizer. Ah. Oh man. Yeah, it's honestly not that bad. Well that's great. Well thank you. And yeah, this uh this particular Mason jar gets a fifteen cent refund in uh Maine and Vermont. Only five cents in Hawaii.
1: Fifteen cents. Yeah. I guess they love that uh that can top. I mean who doesn't? <sighs> yeah. Now uh one of the ways I was passing the time this past uh quarter teen that we've all been suffering through is playing some video games as a lot of people nice. have and i uh i just f- uh, recently fired up uh, assassin's creed origins started playing that set in egypt it's quite fun and it was like hey if you create an account through ubisoft you can get like a bunch of random extra crap for free and i was like fuck it they probably have my data already anyway let's just give it to them so i went to sign up uh, using my regular email, which I'm not going to give out here. If you'd like to email me, please do that at roadsodaspod at gmail.com. But the important part of my email is that it what I wanted it to be was taken, so I had to add a number to the end. Very common. And so I added the year of my birth, 1988. I just put 88, you know? A lot of people do this. Quite Quite common. So I was like, I will use this. It's blank. 88 at gmail.com. And they were just like, that is an unacceptable email address because it promotes hate speech. And that's when I realized that our birth year Ubisoft has officially blocked any dog whistle fascist Nazi things to the extent that I can't use 88 as my birth year, not as the dog whistle Heil Hitler (laughs) slash. 88 precepts bullshit <laughs> that a fucking this smooth-brained fucking idiot would do. So, I'm sorry, man. Did I, you try swastika88? <laughs> like... Honestly, if I'd done swastika87, I wonder what would have happened. And now everyone knows that my fucking personal email is swastika88. Thank you, James. <laughs> uh, you're welcome.
0: <laughs> uh, and you can you can email me personally at 45 degree swastika. <laughs>
1: And now, I'm not mad at Ubisoft, because I think that, uh, yeah, dog whistles should be made not dog whistles. We should all realize how fucking douchebags are communicating with each other and bring them to the light so they can't do that. But it just makes me mad at fascists for taking my birth year from me in this small way. Not that I, I already was- took it was, from us, man. I, yeah, I already was mad at them for, you know, the whole thing, but- This just seemed like a little thing they didn't need to do that they did anyway.
0: Hey, well, I mean, talk about the original Nazis. They ruined the swastika, like a 5,000-year-old symbol (laughs) of peace and stability.
1: That's true. (laughs) And God forbid you're into, like, eagles holding scroll work. Well, that's very American still. Well, our eagle has,
0: uh, what, arrows and some... Some branches?
1: Yeah, there's doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: No, it's it's looking sternly.
1: Yeah, but that was just something that I was like, what the fuck? At first, I, yeah, a little error message popped up, and so I was like, oh, it's already taken. That username's already taken. Then I was like, wait a minute. I'm not using a username. I'm using my email. What's going on here? And then I read the little error message, and it was like, hate it's speech. Like, You're a racist, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, Yeah. We can see you. Yeah, so for anybody out there who's using 88 as a dog whistle to your fucking shitty Nazi friends, stop listening to this podcast, first of all. And if you have a friend who uses, like, 88 or 1488 on anything, they got any bumper stickers, any posters on their wall that says that, go ahead and cut them out of your life, I would say, is the... That's the short short answer to that. You giving them the old
0: uh, Scientology
1: disconnect? I mean... I guess if you think you can pull them back, but if they already have physical manifestations of their hate, then they're pretty far gone okay uh yeah, and they you know or yeah you guys also just you know uh find them in minecraft and punch them in the mouth and smash the cars of uh, smash the windows of their car in minecraft <laughs>
0: uh, gotta love that story mode, yeah, but uh
1: yeah, I just thought that was uh, just you know i'm trying to i'm tr- I'm out here. Trying to I just can't play believe that
0: Ubisoft...
1: Yeah, I'm trying to be an Egyptian guy going around murdering Greek people in the year, like, 500 A.D., and next thing I know, current me is being told I'm a racist. <laughs> <laughs> All because you wanted to play a game. I just wanted to play a game. Ubisoft, huh? St- a game starring a person of color. No
0: offense, though, but Ubisoft and the Assassin's Creed, like, kind of play fast and loose with stereotypes real hard yeah <laughs> and science i mean like they play fast and loose with everything
1: I, f- I forget at what point that they added the disclaimer when you fire the game up but it's like we here at ubisoft are a diverse team coming across many creeds genders races religious ideals and blah it just, it just goes and yeah. then it's like and what we've created here is a work of fiction that's meant to be enjoyed and blah you know blah 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 uh, pandering bullshit but it's because they're basically just like we're about to go have you kill the pope and say that the catholic religion and native american really really every religion ever is just aliens that lived here before we did so don't be mad at us for that because we're just playing around
0: well you can also uh go back in time through people's dna yeah you can you can do that yeah because wait
1: Aliens. Yeah, which gets real close to eugenics, I think. I mean it's not quite there, but just like trying to find the ideal DNA to travel like Well I
0: want to know the disclaimer if it took it like one further, you know. It was like we have people of all races, creeds, genders, religions. We even have a Nazi <laughs> just just to round out the crew, you know, just so everybody's represented.
1: We got and, the one you know, guy
0: You he, ba- he banned to the guy in the armband and he's just like getting water. <laughs> gives like a half-hearted Heil Yep. And then
1: just Nazi Craig over there in accounting. You
0: know, that's real diversity. Yeah, I mean, it's not. Please don't hire it's Nazis. It's not. They're like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'm I'm glad you you've gotten to try to play games and I'm sorry that we are racist
1: <laughs> for being born in the year that we were born. Mhm. Yeah. Well, you know, I'll get them next time.
0: Yeah. what What other numbers do you want not to be ruined?
1: Well, I mean, fourteen is the only other one I'm aware of that you can't use, and the combination of the two. But yeah, hell, you know what? If thirty seven goes, I don't know, man. They probably won't let you use uh, sixty nine either. But you know, they is should. Is that offensive? It's horny.
0: Who can't? Who can't like sixty nine? Of of all the things that they stated. It's like, oh, we have a guy that's just, like, torso up.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's more like a, a 60. we got Torso Craig over there. It's a 60 with a degree symbol. It's just the O. It doesn't have the <laughs> stick coming off the 9. <laughs> uh, six degrees. Uh, good stuff.
0: Well, that how can you, you know, make a overarching statement like that unless their their company is just humanity yeah they know how many races
1: there are well it's a race (laughs) ideally they make them all fill out a very in-depth chart upon hiring where they are wildly invasive and they're like but it's cool we're canadian
0: or they have very active recruiters yeah
1: like everyone knows that canada's chill even though it's a billion percent not they just have a good pr department and america's been generally worse at everything so they kind of get a wash by being like our diluted older or diluted younger brother but uh yeah now i'm picturing the recruiting (laughs) hey we're
0: uh we're pretty light on uh people from the solomon islands uh we got we got like most of the main islands represented but some of the outlier islands like we're i we have a couple of positions open in like development if if you want to go, take a take a little pago pago boat over there.
1: And if you were uh, left handed, or bald, or had like what's that freaky thing where your earlobes are connected? Still, uh, I mean, ugh. But if Is you've that got that blindness, if you've got that, we can check that box. Are you lactose intolerant? But no, okay. Um, celiac? No, okay. How many fingers do you have? How do you feel about cats? forum all right we don't have a lot of we can use that we can work with that um have you ever been to a zoo how many okay all right just call in and let me know if you want me to continue with that bit because ubisoft
0: <laughs> we don't have anybody that went to a zoo <laughs> not yet canada
1: can't have zoos it's too
0: cold dude is that the bit ubisoft is all canadian
1: uh the bulk of okay the bulk of them are, I believe, right. or at least the Assassin's Creed teams were for a while, because the games kept being set in Montreal. Oh yeah, I only played the first one and then the second one. Once I killed the Pope,
0: I was like, "This is the pinnacle of video <laughs> games for me, <laughs> personally." Yeah, like I did it. Everything else, it's it, you know, it's like the Eagles win the Super Bowl. It's like I, you know, it's all celebration after.
1: They tried to fucking that it, those first three Assassin's Creed was when they tried to Forrest Gump that character because it was the same guy in the first what, three. The pope? No, no. Well, <laughs> yes, in the sense that the assassin got to meet the Pope, but uh, at one point he's like walking off some docks, and this guy's like, "Yeah, did you see the new thing? Everybody's drinking. It's something called coffee." And he takes a sip, and he's like, "Ooh, it's pretty bitter." you should put in sugar or cream or something, and then it might taste bad. Like, like they're trying to give him credit for... And then he's like, like he also talks to fucking every Renaissance artist at the same time.
0: Shares mistresses with them.
1: Presumably. Yeah, like, gives them advice. Like, he talks to, I think he talks to Leonardo da Vinci and gives him advice on stuff. (laughs) He's like,
0: all of your drawings, nobody will fucking get them. Yeah. Just store them, store them really well.
1: Yeah, I'm just picturing the Assassin's Creed like development team being like, and should we say that he has like a cousin named Mona that maybe he'd like to sketch sometime, or is that too, is that too much?
0: Okay, okay, all right, all right, we'll back off a little bit. But for the American Revolution one, he is winning Saratoga.
1: I'm waiting for him to be the guy who knocks the nose off the Sphinx in the Egypt one that I'm playing. Like I'm no that's. <laughs> It's not going to happen. It could. We don't know. It happened back in the 1800s. That's true. But they rewrite stuff. Maybe I just played the uh the uh, you know the Odyssey. Well, how one. do
0: we know? How do we know the nose came
1: off in that's the 1800s? That's true. What did we take a picture? Uh <laughs> I just finished the Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is the the Greek one, which technically came out after the one I'm currently playing. So and that's
0: the Butt-Sex one.
1: Presumably, yeah. Actually, there is a lot of... Yes, there's a lot of butt sex in that game. Like, like a lot. Um wow. Yeah. I mean, they don't show it, but you could basically just click X to begin having butt sex. <laughs> uh, what a but, game. What but a you, time
0: to be alive.
1: The game also implies that all famous ancient Greeks were alive at the same time. Which, yeah. I realize it's for story development and stuff, but it's just like, they. Uh, let's see, Pythagoras was supposed to already have been dead, and Plato is like a kid, but every other famous Greek person you've heard of is just not only alive, but they're all hanging out, just like getting drunk together on the weekends, just cho- just the boys, just the fellas. <laughs> just- <laughs> hey, Homer, what's up? It's like, not much, Euclid. How are you doing with your
0: geometry? <laughs> He's like, not as bad as Aristotle is with the youngins.
1: woo hoo you, you Socrates, you hang out with Socrates a lot. And Herodotus just rides around on your boat with you. He's just, like, chilling with you the whole game.
0: Uh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I do remember playing, I think, the third or fourth one, the one that dealt with the American Revolution. And my friend had already beaten it. And so it was just kind of like an open world. And he was in New York and George Washington was just walking around down by the battery. And I think I ended up like pushing him into the harbor or something, but like, <laughs> dude, it, you can, you can kill who you want to in history.
1: I think there is an expansion pack for that one where. The bad people in the game are trying to force George Washington to become king, and I think you might have to kill George Washington. I don't know. Is it after he becomes king? Is I'm not entirely retchicide? sure. I, I didn't play that expansion pack, although it, I should have. That that was a good one, and then uh, Black Flag was the other good one. That's yeah. when you're just a straight-up pirate, and you're just on a boat, and you're well, hanging. They
0: had the, the pirate stuff from the Revolutionary War one, it was like, well, that part is awesome. Why yeah. don't we just do that? Let's do
1: way more of that. <laughs> And the other stuff was that uh, they did the same thing in Black Flag that they did in uh, Odyssey, which is all the famous pirates are hanging out together. But that actually happened because, like, the golden age of piracy was, like, six years. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's one of those things you you have it in your head as a kid. You're like, oh, this must have occurred over, like, a hundred year period. (laughs) Nah. It was, like, barely a thing. Yeah. It was like, damn, we got to build boats and send them down there. Blackbeard was a pirate for, like, two and a half years at most.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, some of the stories about him are pretty crazy, and they don't seem that healthy, honestly, his his lifestyle and his, <laughs> his fighting habits.
1: Yeah, pretty unt Lighting yourself on fire before the enemy gets on your boat is not a, a way to be, like, an old guy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Then again, life expectancy, you know, of, of those times was 35. It was, it was a lot because of the infant
1: mortality rate, but also people weren't living that long. Yeah, and uh, part of your job description might include lighting oneself on fire before battle. Yeah. You don't see fucking... Insurance agents doing that on their way to work these days, not these goddamn snowflakes out here. Everybody's Everybody expects the other guy to be the guy who lights himself on fire nowadays. And that's why I want to tell you about my new podcast, Swastika 88. The self-immolation hour. <laughs> uh, did I set myself up for a segue? Yes, because speaking of insurance agents, I got something else I want to talk to you about. Is
0: it insurance related? Because I got, I got a bone to pick with my insurance company, and it's
1: probably not podcast-worthy material. Well, I want to talk about Jake from State Farm. Nice. And how how Jake jacked he is? Here's my problem with it. Now, we all remember the commercial from, I don't know, eight years ago, where it was a dude in his bathrobe in his living room talking to somebody on the phone.
0: No, no, no. You can't just put it in terms like that. Set it up for me. For what reason is this man like talking quietly to his insurance company
1: in the middle of the night while his wife sleeps upstairs? Like, that's shady. Oh, the wife's not really in the wrong here by any stretch of the imagination because, yes, this guy, you, you see that the guy's on the phone with is uh, a very schlubby white dude in like khakis in a cubicle. And it's supposed to be Jake from State Farm. And he's, he's, she's she comes down the stairs all mad. Who are you talking to? And he's like, uh, Jake from State Farm. And she's like, who is this? And he's just like, Jake from State Farm. And she's like, what are you wearing, Jake from State Farm? And he goes, khakis. And she turns and goes, he sounds hideous. She sounds hideous. Oh, yeah. Right. So.
0: <laughs> it's still got to be heteronormative, Sis <laughs> bitches.
1: We all remember this commercial to the point that I have it memorized and I'm sure several of you do as well. Now what they I first saw this on a gas station TV, which is another great thing that we all need is just ads playing on the gas station while we while we fuel up. That rule. The pumps? Yes. Oh man. That's the great shit. We all want we were asking for it for decades. We we're like, "Guys, why can't you show us a clip from Jimmy Kimmel and then an adverti- just a regular commercial and then tell us about your sale on Monster energy drinks? Why why do we have to go inside for all of that? Put it at the pump.
0: Yeah. We put it there and in taxi cabs so people who don't have cars can enjoy those as well. Exactly. Yeah. And so And then the cab drivers when they're filling up they're like oh, they have Kimmel, I got Jimmy Fallon. In I got my the maxi. same thing. I got
1: the same thing, but it's different. It's a oh my it's a different network. But so I saw that commercial, the same setup, except that when it cuts to Jake from State Farm, the quality of the film gets way better. It's very clearly like, you know, just recently refilmed and it is a young black man. And then other than that, it's the exact same commercial, which so that started when I saw that I got back into the car. And I couldn't quite articulate why it made me mad to Reagan. I think she just thought, I think is the way I said it. It was just like, I was upset that I saw an old commercial. Yeah. What's frustrating is that they did this during the George Floyd and Black Lives Matter uprising against, you know, the general shitty society that we live in. And so State Farm was like, guys, we're going to replace Jake from State Farm. Here's the problem with us. It's not that we're an evil insurance company. It's not that. It's that that commercial that we did eight years ago only has white people in it. So instead of making a new commercial, that would cost a lot of money. We're going to redo one of the people in it. And it's going to be the cutaway. And I'll tell you why. It's not just because it saves us money, but it still makes the person of color being the guy who's who's working and in the middle of the night that way he's still like a lower tier person so yeah. everybody wins we can't wipe out our whole customer base cuz we're already bringing in a black guy a lot of people just buy progressive because there's no black people in their commercials we are farmers you think jk simmons is black not even slightly all state they've got us beat they've been in good hands for a long time <laughs> Uh Well, I mean, yeah, I,
0: I kind of remember seeing that for the first time was probably, I don't know, during that time when we didn't have sports and yeah. everybody was, was angry. But boy, boy, they took Jake from State Farm for a ride yeah during the football
1: season. So that's why I wanted to get your insight on this, because you watch way more commercials than I do because you watch sports and have cable, and I don't do either of those things. And, and and I don't mind watching. Just every now and then, if I end up at a hotel, seeing some commercials, it, it's kind of nice. It's a little snapshot of what's going on. You can kind of be like, oh, shit.
0: <laughs> it's the temperature check on the society.
1: Yeah. Oh, look. I guess we're finally dealing with that issue in a corporate way. That's not going to help, but okay, fine. But so they've taken from that commercial, reshooting that, Jake from State Farm, who's you know, used to be a schlubby white guy and is now a, a young black man is now like the flow from progressive and is just like out in society doing shit with people and they all think he's giving them a special deal. Yeah,
0: well, uh, there's at least what six or seven Patrick Mahomes commercials with him. No, I haven't seen any of that. And then there's there's a, a lot more Aaron Rodgers commercials with them. Some of them are long commercials. Some of them are shorter versions, like cut-edited versions of those longer commercials. They're really stupid, I gotta say. But Aaron Rodgers is like, I'm getting the Rodgers rate. And Patrick Mahomes is like, I'm getting the Patrick price. And Jake from State Farm is like, you're both fucking idiots. We just have great rates. Like, you stop it. Like, why didn't you guys actually use that degree? Oh, you keep getting hit in the head. Like, goddammit. Please don't shoot yourselves in the next
1: 15 years. No one's ever done that in a legally actionable way, <laughs> James.
0: Uh, CTE is real, man.
1: Chris Benoit and his family just got tangled in that Bowflex all by themselves.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and that's why they recalled that particular model of Bowflex.
0: Yeah. It's, I I think it's weird that an insurance company would have football players as their, their (laughs) spokespeople. It's like, I have one of the more dangerous jobs out there. It's like, Hey, can we get the deadliest catch guys out here too? Maybe some oil rig dudes,
1: astronauts. Is there anybody? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Just real dangerous shit. Maybe, well, maybe that's their pitch. It's like, Hey, do you lead a dangerous life? We have great rates until you get hurt that first time. And then, uh, then we won't return your calls. Because we're an insurance company. Hell yeah.
1: I just realized this is coming out on the 22nd, which makes this our last episode of, uh, I'm sorry, the 23rd. La- uh, the last episode of our, uh, first ever Black History Month. And I happen to go off on, uh, Nazis and Jake from State Farm. So. Nicely done. That's the closest we're gonna get. We <laughs> should, yeah. I know, I know.
0: Well, I mean, you still, you still got time to to salvage it. So, so yeah, that shirt's a good start. The old Stankonia, oh, shit. It's, yeah. It's
1: maybe not the best one. Well, yeah, yeah. It's Stankonia. We're like steak, steakonia,
0: steakonia. Ooh, steakonia. I rode in a boat, James. Yeah? Yep. What kind of boat? How big was it? 32 feet. How do you
1: know it was 32 feet? Because we were talking about it. <laughs> With the owner <laughs> of the boat? The the owner of the boat? Yeah, the owner of the boat. Na- it names my freaking wife. Stad. My wife, Stad. <laughs> uh, some people call that the father-in-law. Yeah, but I don't like to bring the law into my life in any capacity. More of an outlaw type.
0: Thirty-two feet, thirty-two footer. It power, like it's got a outboard or a so inboard.
1: We got towed because <laughs> it uh, is a sailboat with a diesel engine in it, but the diesel engine does not work, and therefore you should not fix the diesel engine. Well, we took it to a place to see if it could get fixed, and they were like, "It can for more than the cost of the boat," and we were just like, "Throw that
0: shit back How? in the water." How would a repair to an <laughs> engine outweigh
1: the cost of a boat? You know, these are the hard hitting questions. But uh, so they put it How back much in the water. What depreciation do boats have? Uh, no idea. But there's a, you know what? Hopefully there's a market out there because uh, if anyone wants to buy this boat, give me a ring. But uh, yeah, so we got to sit in it while it got towed back from San Francisco to San Mateo. And it was rough seas. When it got towed up, smooth sailing, quite literally. On the way back. Rough seas. Nice. Yeah. How'd and, you like that? Hey, it was fine, you know, I knew where the life jackets were. Um just tried not to think about sharks and you're good. You know, everything's everything's cool. But I will say that when the tow boat was, was hooking up to us, there was four of us because we were like, Yeah, it's gonna be rough. We we're gonna we, we want some hands to be able to tie and untie things. <laughs> There, so,
0: there were four of us is how you <laughs> there still let are four the, of us. The, okay. All right. Yeah. All
1: right. Good Shit. good point. So uh Reagan, the aforementioned wife, uh knows boating terms. She she's aware of them. Fort I yeah. I really don't. Um <laughs> was she
0: shouting like the stuff from like Master and Commander though? They're so, like the hard the lobbered.
1: Well l- luckily uh, it was the the towboat commander guy giving directions to her and then our other friend uh, it's, it's it's another couple uh one of them <laughs> her parents no no just another couple oh um, okay but one of them knows boating terms and the other one also does not and it's great cuz he's from he's from uh, Appalachia so he's got a great a great accent so uh accidentally, while we're getting hooked up, me and the Appalachian, who doesn't know anything about boats, end up at the front, which boat people call the bow instead of the front because I guess front was already taken by every other object in the world, and so we're up at the bow, and Reagan and the other guy are at the back. Hooking stuff up, talking to the captain of the of the tow boat, and there's two guys on the tow boat. So we're up at the front with the other one. And he's like, I'm gonna need you to hook this on the cleat and then put this around the fore cleat and this on the witch. And I was just like, All right, now, if someone didn't know what a fork cleat like I hooked I hooked some stuff up and he was like, That's not right. It goes on the fore cleat. Now I was like, I don't see any other objects on the Which front cleat of, on the front of this ship. That I can attach things to, and then I was I didn't like, do
0: "Bring I, my cleats, sir."
1: Do I need to know how to make knots? Like I, I looked over at the at the guy next to me, and he was just like, I, "I don't know." Only he said it with a delightful Appalachian accent. And uh, anyway, we ended up getting hooked up, and everything went great. But it was just Toed fun through for, rough seas. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was rocky out there. It was nice, nice, and that was in the bay. Yeah, where the watermelons grow. Nice, cool, man. I'm
0: glad you could have a nice little uh February sea adventure.
1: Look, sometimes you got to sit in a boat,
0: and I'm glad it didn't end up like Sea cuz that starts out in in pre- pretty much the very same place.
1: Dude, so it, it was put we were getting towed back into a dock place. The boat Caddy Corner across the way there was called the fucking Sea Wolf. Really? Yeah. Huge London fan, huh? I, I mean I'm sure a lot of people are in the area, but like the testicular fortitude to just be like, what's that book by that famous guy about a boat right fucking here? I'm going to name it after that boat.
0: Or that guy is Wolf Larson. You know? It is suggested that he he was supernatural.
1: You know, could be. Could be. I'm not going to say one way or the other. I will say there was a sweet fucking Jeep Grand Wagoneer in the parking lot. Nice. That, man, just... I want it. I want one. Do
0: you want me to get you some wood paneling that you can put on your Jeep? That's what I want more yeah. than anything.
1: Okay. I'm gonna look that up right now to see if that's ever been done. And it's not because I am high.
0: Riveting? Or uh how do you want to attach it? With some nice like edging?
1: I'm gonna th- I'm gonna guess
0: Staples. We'll go really big staples. Riveting sounds nice. <laughs> I think. I think the staples. Oh my god. Staples that you like hammer in with a sledge. Yep.
1: You can buy kits for it. My God. Wow. So by oh, the
0: time this comes out, your Jeep will be a Wagoneer.
1: Let's see. How do they apply? Oh, fuck that. It's Jesus Christ. It's $500, and it's just like stickers. It's a wood fathead? Yes. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. It's fuck it's that. stickers for the outside of your Jeep. Wow, ah, man. Holy fuck. Not cool. For 500 bucks.
0: Not cool. I can get, like, I don't know, 20? Here's the 20 thing. 20 windshield wiper blades, and I think they're way more useful.
1: Yeah. Man. Whoa. 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 Hang on. What do you got? I found <laughs> uh, which has a list of Woody links, which are... Uh, I can't tell what the material is. It looks like really bad stickerage, but it's stickers that you can put on your car to make it look like wood. Uh, that are still, I mean, six hundred, seven hundred dollars for the Jeep Grand Cherokee that looks like dog shit. It looks absolutely horrific. But uh, I'm, I think it's called Woody and everything because of the. Yeah, you can get them for your PT Cruiser. Man, okay. people just. I mean, this is this is uh Fisher Price, my first HTML website. Shit, like...
0: Yeah, it has the
1: counter for
0: site hits. Yeah, when you open it... it, And it's very symmetrical with the skulls and the bats and the flame.
1: When you open it up, AFI starts playing, and it's like your mouse gets all glittery as you move it around. Remember MySpace? (laughs) Uh, Good old AFI. Yeah, every now and then I'll be making fun of something from the 90s and then my drummer will be like that band's actually really good and then Tim will back him up and i'll just be like what are, what is happening and i feel like I, i'm not willing to say that they did that to AFI but they might have and i think a lot of the time they're just fucking with me i can never tell they were like dude finch finch was really good <laughs> finch dude saves the day is one of the most underrated formative post hardcore bands of 1999 (laughs) wow couldn't have said it better myself all right so let's see we 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 talked about assassin's creed for about half an hour and now we're making deep cut emo references from the 90s -hmm. um how do we alienate more people all right so
0: if you guys want to know more about my history camp experience yes
1: (laughs) yeah we never got to, to finish that we never got to the takeaway from your history camp
0: thing Oh, yeah. So the takeaway was like the guy who looked like David Crosby for a walrus was talking to, I think it was like his TA, his helper. But, um, this was, this was clearly like for college credit for like some 20 year old or something. And like we were a bunch of like 14 year olds. Like we weren't too far away from, from him, but like we were far enough. But the teacher was like talking about like interesting stuff he had heard and read recently. And one of them was that, The French Revolution and potentially other revolutions may have been influenced by the presence of Rotten Rye uh, amongst some members of the populace, and that Rotten Rye had ergots on it, uh, which is a basis for LSD. And so he's not saying the entire masses that stormed the Bastille were (laughs) tripping balls, but some of them could be, and if you place the right tripping balls people in the right places, like shit's going to happen.
1: Like- yeah. And they cut off a lot of heads, which makes you wonder what they thought was going on on their own cuz yeah. I've taken LSD and I definitely do not want to see the inside of a person's head while I'm on it. No. Metaphorically sure. Literally absolutely not. Yeah. But yeah, so,
0: I mean that that was a great takeaway.
1: That's a that's solid. And I I've listened to enough like fucking I mean they I think they mentioned drunk history a few times and enough like history-based podcasts They'll blame almost anything on ergot poisoning. Fucking Salem witch trials, the werewolf trials which eh. were I guess real. Just all sorts of like just yeah, revolts. Anytime there, a, a lot of cult shit, they're just uh like yeah, that was uh that was ergot poisoning. Just sh- shut the fuck up. Everyone was crazy. Everyone was tripping balls. Yep. It's like why are there so many heads around?
0: It's like ah we didn't keep the harvest dry. And we ran out of food during the winter, so we dipped into that. We were supposed to be for the animals, but sure enough, here we are, just dancing and yelling.
1: (laughs) I've never taken hallucinogenic drugs in pre-revolutionary France, but I imagine that given the conditions, I might say, you know what? This sucks shit. And then I might want to go, like, start yelling about it. But I don't think I'd get anything done. So good on them for getting something
0: done. I I definitely have the
1: pitchfork ready. <laughs> yeah, but you got like 12 hours to really wrap something up. And then you're like, eh, kind of just want like a pizza and to go watch Out Cold again.
0: Nah, man. Because if, if that Rotten Rye is the only thing that you have, like. Oh, that's your, true. Your life is just a a bad trip. Listen, listen, man, I know there's there's some reports of some bad bread making its way through the, the audience. So if we everybody could just stay calm, like, don't take the bread with the X on top.
1: Don't eat the brown bread, which I know is not helpful, because, like, quite literally, all of it is brown. So that was... All of it is brown. <laughs> Please do not eat le brown bread.
0: Uh, so... That was one story that we had to finish. Uh, Another one was about last time I got high on the podcast. uh, I did the strikeout, and I told a story about getting gas in Colorado that absolutely just, like, ran into a ditch and (laughs) we fucking bailed on. So I can I can type five that one for you right now. Let's do Uh, it.
1: Let's hear it.
0: Yeah. So me and Papa pull off the highway because, like, we're probably,
1: you know... (laughs) It's a oh, rental yeah. car. It's this is a rental a story car. Where, this is a story where it just says gas, right? That's why you pull yeah. It off. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's a crossroads that's like a half mile up from the highway. But, like, we're pretty out of gas, I think. You know, I didn't want to push it with this rental car. I didn't want to go too far down below the line. Not going to lie. Yesterday, I got my car, like, well below E. Hell well yeah. below, and And I didn't fill it back up. So I don't know how much it was actually empty. Usually, like, if I let it get down to that level, it's, like, 11.3, you know, so I still had, like, 0.7 gallons.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? There could be, like, a massive impurities in there.
1: It's always fun when you're, like, convinced how much gas your car holds, and then you clear that number when you're filling up one time. You're like, oh, then I, I have no idea. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I thought I had a 16-gallon tank. I just put in 17 gallons of gas, so I don't know what the fuck's going on in there. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, we had crossed out of uh, western Kansas, uh, seen the Wheat Jesus billboard. And uh we're running out of gas, so we got off in a place, I think it's called Vona, Colorado, in eastern Colorado.
1: We all uh, know Vona.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, it said gas was over there. And sure enough, like, it's it's like three shacks around this crossroad and then the gas station. Guess what? Gas station is, like, you don't have to actually, like, pump the gas physically yourself. <laughs> but it's basically the oldest one that you didn't have to. You know, it it had a dial.
1: It was the first advancement ever made in pump technology and then never improved upon since.
0: So, first of all, like, the first thing we notice is the tiny little, like, wiener-ish chihuahua dog, like, barking its head off at us. And then another, I think, chow-chow type mix. It was very fluffy dog. Seemed to be more friendly and personable. We pulled up to the pump on the right side. The friendly, fluffy dog immediately pisses on the back driver's side tire. Like, just,
1: like, <laughs> I fuck piss you. on every
0: car that comes here. <laughs> just fuck you. A uh, little dog's still barking its head off. Me and Papa go inside. The oldest lady I've ever seen. And I imagine she's really old because like, really dry there. It's, like, a plains desert-ish area, but, like, yeah, very wrinkly. She mo- could have been, like, 35 for all I know. Just Just ravaged by the dryness. Uh she was like silly old dogs. So just pump and then uh and then tell me how much is on the pump and then we'll we'll settle up. I was like, Okay. Sure. So I can pump and then I'll be like, Yeah, I only pumped uh, half a gallon, so
1: It's asking for the money in Danish Kroner? I d I don't know what you want me to do here.
0: Well she had a uh double ledger book for Whoa. the pump totals. So I Whoa. guess she could know how much of gas was in the underground tank. Yeah.
1: Yeah. This was the oldest school. To know when to call the guy to just shovel some gasoline back into that pit.
0: Yeah. And I don't know why I brought up that story during that, that previous episode, but but look, that story was wild. We It was like we rolled up to like you know, a, a, one of the early settings of a horror movie. Yeah. And then a dog pissed on our car. And then we had the, the old timeiest experience that probably we're going to have for the rest of our lives. <laughs> well, you, Unless you, we dial a rotary phone.
1: But you took the horror movie lesson from <clears throat> not, not, not the lesson you learned, the lesson you learned from watching horror movies where when you're in that situation, you do not continue on into the town. You no. don't you don't stop to get your oil changed. You don't just stop for a quick hamburger. You get out of town. And that's yeah. what you did. And that's why you and papa are still alive today. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we Unlike the, the other
1: two people that I went sailing with. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, well, they were. They were.
1: They were our friends and alive. And now they're only one of those things. <laughs> Ah, uh, well, the listener doesn't need to know this, but we're recording this two days before we record again, and so I feel like for the next one, I'm not going to have anything exciting happen to me in the next 48 hours to talk about, so we've got more- We'll talk to...
0: about 48 hours, starting with naughty.
1: We could talk about that, but uh, maybe we'll just tell stories to each other about like fun shit we did that the other one wasn't there for, so, you know- like friends do.
0: I think I can dig up some material. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, uh, over this 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 <laughs> last like w- what's it been for the cast? We're we're up in the 30s?
1: Oh uh, yeah, we're mid 30s at this point.
0: Over these these mid 30s weeks, you know, I I've I've felt pretty close to you and and I I feel honored to call you a friend finally.
1: Oh, we yeah, we finally we've put this fucker on paper. <laughs> yep. Hell yeah! And uh, now that we're also coworkers again, since we're not gonna we're 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 gonna just brush past the fact that this generates no money or interest in our other work of any kind. It's just a a thing we do because, well, damn it, James, I love you. Love you too. And I hate my work. <laughs> hey, hate your work and you'll never live a day in your life. Exactly. I, Uh, It's, I think, is the, you know what, I'm going to skip the bullshit me setting up James for something and just pretend that was the, there's some actual goddamn, there's an idiom for you right there. (laughs) Put that on your ironic bumper sticker next to your faded candidate for something that the election ended for 12 years ago. And you were like, I'm not going to have the Corolla in 2021. And... (laughs) You fucked up. It's a Corolla. That Corolla is going to be around for another 15 years. And you're like, but Ben, it's a 97. I know what I said. I know what I said because all Corollas are from 1997. Every single one of them.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, I'm actually going to go shovel the car off or the snow off of my Corolla, my 97.
1: See, see, the listeners are going to think you jest. I mean, you're probably not going to go shovel it off right now. It's it's midnight. but Well,
0: it's probably mostly ice, honestly.
1: Yeah. Shoveling's not good to do at low noon. And I know that after they're having to do it when my spots got stolen, and second. when you come home from second shift and you have to shovel out a spot, it's enough to make a person go insane. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, on that note, as we say every week. Go fuck yourself. God fuck us, everyone.